0: Six man quartet plus what two something like that and uh, it's always uh, always great when we can praise the Lord in song Amen. do we have any birthdays this morning no birthdays anniversaries we're celebrating one birthday we'll celebrate the whole month long Amen. we'll celebrate the whole year long as far as that goes but uh, yes We'll give that consideration. Well, thank you, Lord. Every Sunday we can do that. Might not do the procession, although we can at least do the song. We can, uh, we can do that. Oh, Let's continue our, our praises. By turning to number 194, Joy to the World. Not the one you're thinking of, bitch. Let's stay in. Joy! for our prayer hymn this morning.
1: Our Father and God, we are so blessed to be called a child of God, a child of the King, a child of the Creator of all that exists. Lord, you came to this earth as a baby, as one of us. And yet, you were set apart from all of us. You were fully man, but yet fully God. And in you rest all our hope because you lived without sin. You fulfilled all the law. You overcame every temptation. And you gained victory over death, hell, and the grave. And through you, through our faith in what you have accomplished by your life, by your death, and by your resurrection, we have life eternal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's why we gather here on the Lord's day to honor you, to worship you, to praise you, to give you thanks. Lord, you are worthy of all our praise. You are worthy of all glory, all honor. Lord, let us show our appreciation this morning in our praise.
0: Thine
3: is the
4: kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
0: You may be seated. Our communion hymn this morning is one that we only do about once a year. A communion hymn for Christmas, number 222. Yeah, Says our meditation this morning.
2: The title the reading this morning is called Pathetic. Have you ever heard people say, oh, man, this is so pathetic? Imagine yourself in the upper room with Jesus and his disciples in Luke twenty-two fifteen, 15. tells us that Jesus eagerly desired to be with his disciples in those final hours before his arrest and crucifixion. The upper room symbolizes the fact that Christ longs to have fellowship with us. Have you ever felt uneasy about being in the presence of Jesus? Have you ever fussed with God? Wondering why he didn't do more for hurting people. And ask God, why do you have to be so slow about bringing, change, about bringing change the lives of people who are counting on you? God, are you, are you, you really there? When I get out of sync with God like that, Nothing seems to flow right. Have you ever entered worship with a critical spirit? does the music have to be this loud? Do the people up front have to be so perky? All of a sudden, you're a critic instead of a worshiper. I'm convinced, or I'm convicted when I look into the face of Jesus do you know what it's like to, take, to look square into the face of Christ on the night before he was to be nailed to a tree? So you and I basically tell him, hey, you're not doing enough. Our prayer, prayer needs to be, Jesus, please forgive me for being such a pathetic disciple. Amen. Do you know what this re- his reply would probably be? All of my disciples are pathetic. It is the only kind of disciples I have, Christ's knowledge, are pitifulness. But he also ushers us right back into the friendly confines of his fellowship. And he would also probably say, But haven't we had a great journey so far, you and I? Jesus finds joy in working with his struggling disciples. He eagerly desires to be with you today as you eat the bread and drink the juice. He has offered his body and his blood because we are pathetic, but a great journey still waits us if we place our trust in him. As the bread and juice are taken today, know that Christ eagerly desires to be with you today. And during the music or the quiet time that follows, eat and drink Listening to see if he has a word for you. Amen. Let us pray. Our oh, heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for loving us. And as we're your disciples following you. The Father, make us a great disciple. Father, as we come around, this morning at this table is take of these semblance in remembrance of you. As we remember as you come into this world as a newborn babe, and as we approach this time of season, it is remembering you and not ourselves. Mm. And dear Father, as we take of this loaf and this cup this morning, remembering all that you has done done for us, for it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Let's take a few moments and, as Mike said, just listen to Jesus. See what he may have for us. As Jesus and his disciples were gathered in the upper room to celebrate the Passover meal, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and passed it among them, saying, Take and eat. This is my body broken for you. And also the cup, after they had eaten, Jesus took it. Giving thanks, he passed it among them, saying, This is the blood of the new covenant, shed for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you come together, do this in remembrance of me until I come again. Drink of it, all of you. Let's stand for the doxology. number 191. Hark the herald angels sing. upon the midnight clear. has a brand new song for us. A brand new about a 100 years old, isn't it, Wayne? We've never heard it before.
1: Brand old song. Well,
3: I found this old song in a bunch of sheet music that I have and uh, one of my best friend's Stuck it in there some, I mean, years and years. I haven't seen him in a long, long time. And the uh, song was written by a Baptist pastor, John R. Rice. A lot of them called him the father of fundamental movement in the Baptist church. But the song, uh, it's kind of long. It tells the, tells the story from beginning to end. <clears throat> Jesus, baby, Jesus of a virgin mother born, laid in manger cradle, wrapped in swaddling clothes and warm. Birth cry in a darkened stable, in the inn no more. Jesus, baby, Jesus, Son of God, to share earth's gloom. Jesus, baby, Jesus, there's a cross along the way. Born to die for sinners, born for crucifixion day. Jesus, how the angels with delight the story told. Told to Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds at their fold. Full of light the heavens as they chanted peace on earth. Jesus, baby Jesus, what glad news a Savior's birth. Jesus, baby Jesus, there's a cross along the way. Born to die for sinners, born for crucifixion day. Wise men came to see Him, having seen His star afar. Brought their gifts of precious gold and frankincense and myrrh. Herod heard was trouble, could not kill the holy child. Jesus, baby, Jesus, King and Priest and Savior, mild. Jesus, baby, Jesus, there's a cross along the way. Born to die for sinners, born for crucifixion day. Jesus, baby, Jesus, Son of God and Son of Man. Tempted, poor, and suffering, no one knows us as he can Holy, righteous, blameless, fitting, sacrifice complete By his blood atonement, God and sinners in him meet Jesus, baby Jesus, there's a cross along the way Born to die for sinners, born for crucifixion day. Thank you.
1: Awesome. That's a great song. Good morning. Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? Isn't it awesome to have somebody talk to you with their back to you? <laughs> oh, it is good to be here this morning. You know, we often take a lot of things for
3: granted. like
1: batteries. Could be. But... <clears throat> You know, one of those things that we often take for granted when we go to sleep and close our eyes at night is that we will have another day. We need to remember, we're not guaranteed another day. So we should confess everything before we go to sleep. Settle everything with our Lord in case he calls us home. All right. Well, as we continue on here in the Book of Matthew, oh, and I, I do want to say this before we get started: is uh, uh, the the Ministry of Light uh, with the light show and the pageant is awesome. Awesome, it's awesome. And for those of you who are out there who don't know, uh, we have lights here in Lexington, Indiana, all around the uh, church property. Please come by and see them. They're on from 6 to 10 every night. (laughs) And we also, on the 11th and 12th and the 17th and 18th, those nights we will have a live Christmas pageant. And uh, it it starts at... 10th and 11th. Oh, 10th and 11th, I'm sorry. And and, uh, then the 17th and 18th. Thank you. And uh, it starts at what time? seven o'clock on those nights. We'll have two showings each night, so uh, please come, and uh, if you wish to participate next year, let us know, because we could always use more. (laughs) And we will try to get uh, some of the lighting recorded and out on Facebook for those of you who can't come, so that you can enjoy it also, and maybe we can get the pageant Recorded and put out there again this year, also. So, uh, there's our plug. Yes. There's some flyers out here. Foyer. Yeah. That need to be passed out. So grab okay. On, on your way. There's a few more flyers out there. So. Okay, a few more flyers. If you know somebody, you can share those with. Grab them. On your way out, and share them. Okay, now let's get to the meat of the message here. Uh, the, where we're about to start the guards' report. We have to remember that last week, as we uh, went through the previous segment, the previous pericope, uh, the ladies had come to the uh, to the empty tomb. And they were met by angels, and then they met Jesus himself after they started to leave and go to meet the, uh, go to meet the uh, disciples. And Jesus himself then told them to go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. So that's where we're picking up in this next scripture in Matthew 28, beginning at verse 11. <clears throat> While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money telling them, you are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. Now that was in the day that this was written, but it also is still uh, one of the theories that's out there today to this point. For some Jewish people still... Uh, want to say yeah well you know his his disciples came in the middle of the night and stole his body he didn't resurrect he's not the messiah so there's that challenge and you know isn't it like the devil to try to get us to tell a lie about jesus i mean you know the devil always tells lies he's the father of lies right that's that's what he's all about uh You know, having the devil tell the truth is like hearing God lie. It just don't happen. (laughs) You know, it just never happens. Everything, I mean, have you ever met somebody that way that you couldn't believe anything they said because they lied so much and they do it so well that (laughs) you can't tell they're lying? I remember one time when I was working at a gas station. I had a guy come in. He was a smooth talker, swindler. You know, and he was one of those guys who was, it, give me change for a $100 bill. Well, if you're not careful, he would end up with $150. So this guy started telling me all these stories and giving me this $100 bill. And, I, I was, you know, he's keeping my mind occupied otherwise, other than counting the money, or he thinks he is, while he's telling me this story. So I count out his money And I counted it back to him. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. Well, that's not right. So I counted it again. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. He said, that's not right. So I gave him this $100 bill back and I said, hit the road. (laughs) Uh, You know, there are so many people who want to blatantly lie. Now, my question is, have you and I ever lied about the Lord? Now, think about that for a minute before you jump to the conclusion and say, no, I would never do that. That sounds like Peter, right? (laughs) I would never deny you. But here's the thing. Have we ever had a chance, a, a, a time, when we were in a crowd of our friends after we became a Christian and we went back around our old friends and rather than declaring Jesus to them, we just stood there and listened or maybe participated in their dirty jokes and their mockery of church. And of other things, I'm going to have to stand still. I guess my batteries are gone. You got me on this mic? Mark? Okay, so we have, to, we have to really think sometimes more carefully. It, you know, the Bible refers to that as being more afraid of man than we are of God. When we get around certain people, and it's not that we don't act like a Christian, we just don't proclaim christ we don't stand up for christ we don't represent christ in a way as his ambassador and say hey y'all you know i know that you think that that's the way it is but i disagree i believe what the bible says and sometimes that's all you need to say sometimes that's enough I know there's several examples that I can share with you when I go to places, even at Leroy, sometimes. I go in down there, and all of a sudden, things get quiet. And I'm like, okay. Was there a joke about me? Did I miss it? <laughs> well, the preacher came in. We had to shut up. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't. Uh, you know, <laughs> Jesus has been here all along. <laughs> Amen. They don't always like that answer, but that's the truth. Amen. Here we have these, these women who were faithful servants of God, and they're going to go back to the disciples and report the truth to them. But at the same time, you have these Roman soldiers that are being bought off by the high priest to tell a lie. That's just the opposite of what these women are telling the disciples. So the disciples have a decision to make. Now, you have to bear in mind that in this day and age, women could not testify in a court of law. They were considered to be untrustworthy. Now... There are some things that change and some things that don't. (laughs) But here's the thing. You've got these two stories and you have to decipher which one is truth. How do we do that? How do we determine what is true and what is the lie? The devil is so good at lying that we have a hard time sometimes Deciphering that what he just said to me is not true. So we have to be cautious. The, the first and foremost important thing for us as Christians nowadays, since we have the scripture all written out, is that if the lie that we're hearing doesn't line up with what the scripture says, we know it's a lie Amen. and it comes from the pit of hell. No matter how good it sounds, no matter how good it might make you feel, it's wrong. Many people today are being deceived to live their life according to their feelings. Well, if it feels good, do it. Now, they may not think of it that way, but yet that's the way many people live their life. Oh, this, this, this don't feel right. I've had people tell me, well... Why would God send people to hell? That just don't seem right to me. Well, first of all, God don't send people to hell. People send themselves to hell by the choices we make. We either honor God's word and try our best to live up to what he expects of us. And put our faith in Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, and accept that what He did on the cross and there, through His resurrection is sufficient for our salvation. Or we can reject Him. That's what determines whether you go to heaven or hell. God has made it possible, and it's His desire that no one should go to hell. That's what the Scripture says. That, but that all should come to repentance. Now, I don't know about you, but I have to wonder. These Roman soldiers, what they witnessed with their own eyes, what they heard with their own ears, standing there at the very tomb of Jesus. They saw the angels. In fact, it scared them so bad it says they were paralyzed with fear. They saw this with their own eyes. They felt this in their body. They heard the message that these angels brought to these women to go and to tell the disciples that he is risen. And yet, just moments later, they're standing in front of these priests And they're bribed to lie about what they just went through. Now, here's one thing I thought about. Men never want to be thought of as being sissies. Well, mostly. (laughs) And so these Roman soldiers especially, they would not have wanted to been thought about as weak. They would rather take a chance of saying they slept Then they were paralyzed with fear. And so they were eager to have a way out of admitting to their fear. And so they accepted this money, this bribe, and not only did they take the money and the bribe, but also the chief priest guaranteed them, you won't get in trouble with the governor. Because if we have to, we'll bribe him too. (laughs) Does that tell us something about money? Maybe too? The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. In other words, greed. Amen. Satan was greedy for God's glory. He wanted to be God. He wants God's glory. That's why he fell from God's grace. That's why he fell from heaven to earth. Is because he was greedy. He wanted more. Even though he was the most beautiful angel, he was sparkling, shiny, musical. He had it all. He was in charge of all of the angels. But he wanted more. <laughs> he wanted more. Folks, these Roman soldiers, they represent you and me. You see, we've been given the charge of the Great Commission. What does it say? What does the Great Commission say? Come on. Go. Go and make disciples. That's our Great Commission. We're also told to defend the faith. That makes us soldiers. We're soldiers in God's army. And we can either be bought off by the devil and say nothing or say something entirely untrue. Or we can stand boldly and proclaim the truth with love. What are we doing? which one are we? Are we the ones that standing up and representing Christ everywhere? Does everybody that knows you know you're a Christian and know that you stand on what the word of God says and that alone? You're not willing to compromise. You're not willing to accept a lie. You're not willing to, to change from what God says. I'm going to follow that path even if it leads to death. These men allowed themselves, even though they were witness to something that many people would love to witness seeing angels. They saw it with their own eyes, they heard with their own ears that Jesus had risen. They knew this. And yet, just moments later, the devil convinced them take the money. Take the money <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be real. You know, here we are, coming up on Christmas, and and're we're, we're talking about you know the the the, the uh, death and burial of Jesus, now his resurrection, so close to Christmas, and I think it's so good. Because it's a reminder of both ends of the life of Jesus. It's like bookends: his birth and his death, and his resurrection. You know, in a sense, Jesus never died. His his body died, but his spirit never died. And when Jesus came back, he came back different. He came back more, more powerful. We have to look at all of the scripture, what it says as well as what it does not say. I'm not saying we put words in it. I'm saying we pay attention. You know, these guards, there's lots of things they could have said. First and foremost, they could have told the truth. <laughs> they could have just flat out refused to lie and tell the truth. That's what we as Christians are told to do. We are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. What does an ambassador do? An ambassador is someone who represents someone else. We represent Christ and before other people. And an ambassador has authority to act in the place of the person they represent. There's limitations to that, but they have been given the ability to make policy, to share policy, to proclaim and represent. That's what we are called to do, to represent Jesus Christ here on this earth. These men allowed themselves, even though they were witness to miraculous things, to have that robbed from them. How many people have you seen come to church, come forward, make a decision for Jesus, get excited for God for a couple of months, and then they're gone? You know, they just didn't get it. They didn't get the love of God. They didn't get the grace of God. They didn't get the depth. They allowed Satan, just like these soldiers, they allowed Satan to come along and say, You know that's not true. You know that you didn't really change. Oh, that's
4: good.
1: That's good. See, we have that sinful nature that remains after our salvation. And it's easy for the devil to come back and to attack that sinful nature and try to get us to believe, oh, look, you still want this. Oh, look, you still crave that. So you really aren't saved, are you? But they forget we were also given the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, we're empowered to overcome those things that's the reason why Paul said he always gives us a way out that way out is through the word of God that way out is through faith in Jesus that way out is by trusting him instead of trusting ourselves lean not to your own understanding and that's where we fail so often well this is what I think uh, we're pontificating I'm sorry God doesn't really care what we think. He cares if we agree with Him. (laughs) If our thinking agrees with His thinking, He's happy. Otherwise, not so much. The women in this story are the heroes. They're the ones that carried the truth. They're the ones that were faithful. They're the ones that obeyed God. They're the ones who were rewarded not only with seeing angels, but Jesus himself, the resurrected Christ himself. They saw him with their own eyes. They worshipped him. And then they obeyed him. Do you know if these soldiers... If that story of their sleep had gotten around, do you know what the penalty for that is? Death. They were more willing to trust this lie of the devil coming through the mouths of these high priests that they would protect them and their lives from the governor than to put trust and faith in Jesus whom they had witnessed his resurrection. This is Christmas, folks. This is Christmas time. This is the time when more people think about Christ than any other time than Easter. When our families come together, do we just exchange gifts and have a nice visit? Or do we share the story Of Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection as we're gathered together. Our worship time with our family is more important than anything else as we celebrate Christmas. We need our little ones. We need to read the story of Jesus' birth to them. We need to explain to them what it is. This significance, why Jesus and his birth is different from your birth or my birth or anybody else's. Because if we don't, to them, he's just somebody else. He's just a, a nice man, an important man. We don't want to miss the mark. Let's make this Christmas truly about Christ. Through our ministry of light, through our ministry and family, and through our ministry here. Jesus came for one reason. He came to fulfill all that was necessary for your salvation and mine. That was his purpose. And he gave us the purpose to continue that ministry. Go and make disciples. We can accept the lie and do nothing, or worse yet, we can become a part of the lie and spread the lie, or we can become activists for Jesus. Wow, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Activist seems to be such a big word these days, but it's been going on in the church for thousands of years. <laughs> Activism for Jesus, standing on the truth, standing on the word of God, declaring the truth. You know, the only way, the only way to defeat a lie is to tell the truth. And if you've ever been one who told a lie, you realize that. I can remember telling a lie when I was little about something that I did, trying to convince my mom that I didn't do it. She already knew that I did. I didn't know that at the time, but she watched me. (laughs) You know, moms have eyes on the back of their heads. I think they have them outside too. (laughs) She knew that I had done this thing, but I lied to her and she said, oh, you didn't do it? Okay. Okay. And you know how bad that ate at me? I couldn't sleep. Finally, I had to go tell her the truth. I said, Mom, I did. She said, I know. I was like, What? <laughs> you spoiled my fun. <laughs> she already knew it. I said, Well, then why didn't you say nothing? She said, Because you needed to tell the truth. Oh, that's
4: so good. Thank you, Lord.
1: Yes. When I told the truth, I was set free from that sin. When I confessed it. And our lives in Christ are the same way. Until we confess our sins, we will not be set free. If there's anything in your life that you have not turned over to God, if there's any sin that you have not confessed, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Come as we sing, brother brother.
0: Our invitation hymn this morning is one that we might not think of as being an invitation hymn, but uh, we're going to use it anyway. Number 188 Oh, come all ye faithful. Come as we say. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. yes. oh. How do you up. Amen. Show your love. Amen. Sit down if you want to.
3: Thank you. I think I
0: will. I think it's a good idea. Not much in the way of announcements this morning and what we've got are wrong. There will not be a meeting tomorrow night or this month actually it's uh, the business meeting been canceled for this month yeah. so we'll meet on the first Monday of uh, February yeah February January, January. <laughs> I don't know whatever next, whatever next month is that's when we're going <laughs> to meet uh, I guess we've said about all we can say about the uh, the lights they're wonderful I- Thursday. <laughs> Thursday Thursday dress rehearsal
1: Yes, 5.30. I, 5 o'clock, five. 5.30. Jim?
0: 530.
1: 5.30. 5.30. I have one thing to share. Good. Uh, I'm canceling uh, our Thursday night Bible study till after the first of the year. We've got so much going on this Thursday night's dress rehearsal, and then for the next two weekends we give out the, the live pageant. So we will cancel our Thursday night Bible study until after the first of the year. We've got enough other things going on. Yes, ma'am? National uh, Hotline on Sunday night. We'll meet tonight, but then we won't have any more Sunday night services until after the first of the year, or two. Okay, so tonight we will meet for our Sunday night Bible study, but then uh, that's also canceled until after the first of the year. Till further notice. <laughs> too much happening.
0: Okay let's uh let's take a look at the prayer list through, uh